Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey there, thanks for choosing this episode based on the title, but I don't want it to be a bait and switch. We are going to talk about you loving your butt. However, it's going to be so much more than that. In this episode of The Shaleen Show, I'm going to specifically share with you how you can today make some minor changes that are going to have you feeling much better about your body and getting better results. Off to the show. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So first thing I want to tell you is that I've been changing things up a little bit with my training. Instead of lifting three days a week, I started making it a goal to lift six days a week. My goal is six. I always get in five. I mean, like always. In the last six months, there hasn't been a week that I didn't get in at least five days of strength training, but my goal is six. Strength training, I mean some form of activity where my goal is specifically to build muscle. That can be pyo, that can be a body weight workout, it can be some form of interval or drill workout as long as there's strength involved, and it can be just straight out strength, meaning just lifting weights and targeting a particular body part. Well, can I just tell you, if I can for just a moment, I am so happy right now with my butt. My butt. My butt is getting bigger, and I'm excited about that. I'm really quite enamored with my butt right now. Trust me, I have things in perspective. I know there are people who have much cuter, much higher butts, but I'm really happy with mine. I'm really happy with the progress. Here's what's funny about that. When I was in high school, there is this guy who shall remain nameless. I didn't even like really like him, but for whatever reason, he was in our like circle of friends, right? And he was kind of a jerk, to be honest, but he was funny. And because he was boisterous and opinionated, people always like listened to what he said, or maybe they, maybe they just knew he was going to be mouthy. So you were worried what he might say because he was loud, not so perfect, obnoxious kid in one of my classes. It's going to shock you to know I'm pretty opinionated and loud and funny. And I'm not trying to brag, but I was class clown my senior year. But anyways, there was a part of him that I was kind of attracted to because we're both kind of like loud and mouthy and opinionated. But anyways, one day, you know, we're sitting next to each other and he made some comment like, well, you've got a big butt. I was not going to respond to him in that moment or let him know he got underneath my skin. And I don't even know if I realized he got underneath my skin in when he made the comment. But I do remember thinking to myself later and letting that comment get to me like, do I have a big butt? I never thought of myself as having a big butt. I guess I'd have never even really looked at my butt. How do you look at your butt? You know, unless you're in a two-way mirror. 
But whatever the case, I better do something about my butt because I don't want people thinking I have a big butt. I better start like running or something. And isn't it funny how trends change? Because probably like two years ago, I posted a video on my Instagram page and dozens and dozens, as there always are, of either really nice comments or just people talking about the workout, people talking about their own workout. Rarely do I get someone who's, you know, making a comment about my body, which is good actually. But on this one day, someone made a comment to the effect of, why would you even post this video? You don't even have a butt. Now people post negative, obnoxious things all the time and I just delete them. But this one caught my attention and I'm sure it's because it stirred up memories of that jerk in high school who made the comment about my butt. So now I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, that's a compliment that whoever wrote this told me that I don't have a butt or wait a second. How do I feel about that? And I kind of took a moment to go, what's reality? Like, what do I care about? Do I, am I still worried about what this jerk said in high school? Do I care about this random person's comment on my Instagram page? What's the truth here? I really looked in the mirror and I thought, what do I think about my butt from the side? You know, it's hard to see it from the back, but like, what do I think about my butt? And what do I want for my butt? And I realized, you know what? I would like to have more muscle. I actually want a bigger butt. It is time for me to let go of that stupid, silly high school comment and just develop the body that I want, the body that makes me feel good, a body where maybe my jeans are tighter, but maybe the waist is a little bit looser. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a butt. I would like a butt. So in my regimen of strength training, I started lifting specifically for my lower body a minimum of three days a week. Dang. And guess what? It's been working. I am really happy with my butt. I'm really, really excited about my butt progress. And I hope this isn't too much information, but my husband is really happy with my butt progress, hashtag butt progress as well. Now, don't get me wrong. He is always complimentary, but it's nice when someone notices that your hard work is paying off. You know what I mean? I wanted to start this podcast off by sharing that with you because I love you. And I want you to love your body. And I want you to feel better about your body. That's what this episode is all about. How can you improve your body confidence? And before I get into some specific research, which will help you understand why I wanted to start with that story and why it was so beneficial for you to know that I feel really good about my butt right now, which sounds so strange, but you know what I'm saying, girlfriend. But, 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 but the reason why we're talking about butts and the reason why we're talking about body confidence is because when you improve the way you feel and think about your body, it does so much for your self-esteem. And there's research to support that when you have a more positive view of your own body, your body tends to cooperate with you. You will have better results. Okay, the first thing I want you to wrap your head around is the fact. I mean, just work with me for a second. And, you know, you know me, so I'm probably the easiest example for us to use. But let's just say that when that kid made that comment to me, I didn't have a big butt. I had a small butt. But in my head, I started thinking I had a big butt. So what's the truth and what's the reality really doesn't matter when you factor in what you think right? It's just like telling someone who's anorexic that they're too thin. It's pointless if they believe themselves that they still have more fat to lose. Therefore, what we think about our bodies is nearly, if not entirely, more important than what is reality when it comes to our body image. 
I mean, because if you think you still have more weight to lose or that you're disgusting, even if you're not, it really doesn't matter what reality is because the truth for you is what you believe to be true about your body. And there's no denying the fact that when we feel good about ourselves and when we feel good about our progress and we feel good about our body, we do good things. We do better. And we're motivated by the fact that it's working or that we don't have as far to go as we once thought we did or, or that we look pretty good and everything that we do from here on out is, isn't a wasted attempt, but rather it's progress, progress in the right direction. And I'm going to share with you some suggestions on how you can change your own body image around, like how you can start to think differently about your body. But before I do that, I want to really convince you. I really want to make my case for why this is so important, right? I mean, because you want to be happy and losing weight, gaining weight, adding muscle, whatever, changing your body composition isn't necessarily going to make you happy unless you have happy thoughts about your body. We all know someone who's just large and in charge and freaking, you know, they love their body. They love their body. And you've probably looked at that person and thought to yourself, man, I love their body too, because they love their body. And I would be very unhappy with myself if I were that size. But boy, I wish I was as happy with my body as they are about theirs. And we've also known someone who was really thin and really fit. And every time you're around them, you just want to pinch their heads off because You know, when someone is doing that, number one, you know that they are so far removed from reality, but in their own minds, it feels like their reality. But that makes you then question, well, then what does that person think about my body? If they're just going on and on about how terrible their body is, what could they possibly be thinking about my body? Which then makes you feel bad about your body. And it also makes you feel like that person who's doing that, that they're fishing for compliments. You're like, listen, girlfriend, if you're trying to get me to tell you that you're perfect, it's not going to work because you're bugging me. That person who does that, usually not fishing for a compliment, they're just expressing their own negative belief, regardless of how far away it is from reality, regardless of the fact that you've never met someone who's closer to perfection. In their minds, they are struggling with a negative body image. And I wouldn't want to be in their shoes either. I would so much rather be the girl who has, by someone else's standards, more weight to lose, but who loves her body, like loves her body and exudes confidence because that's what happiness is about. And that's reality because reality is what you believe to be true about your body. So really, who cares? And that woman, that girl, that friend of yours who's constantly putting herself down and holding her hands over her stomach and complaining about the way she looks. And meanwhile, you don't know anyone who's as fit or as thin as her. She's tormented and kind of, frankly, miserable to be around. Lately, I've been doing some research for the Courageous Confidence Club. And one of the areas I've been focusing on is body image. Now, if you're not familiar with the Courageous Confidence Club, it's an online kind of virtual coaching program that I've developed to help anyone with their confidence. Confidence in all areas, whether it's public speaking, standing up for yourself, believing in yourself, erasing self-doubt, and of course, body image, which tends to be a big obstacle for a lot of women. And in my research to develop new content for that club, I discovered some interesting research. 
The study, conducted by Mount Allison University, took 75 women and measured their self-esteem, their belief about themselves, after getting together with friends and allowing the conversation to turn to their own body image. And when it turned to things like weight gain or dissatisfaction with body parts, generally speaking, what we would consider just kind of, you know, talking trash about ourselves with our girlfriends in a very comfortable environment. I'm not talking about one friend who's going off, but you know how we do sometimes. And we get together and we're like, oh yeah, I know. And then this, and then, oh, it sucks to get older or whatever. It just happens sometimes. They found, these researchers, that those women who were exposed to negative, although friendly conversations with their girlfriends about body image, experienced far lower motivation and beliefs about their own body. Isn't that interesting? Conversely, in that same study, they found that when women talked about exercise, just taking action and moving, not even necessarily when they exercise, but just talking about exercise and talking about what they could do and actions they could take, that body image, motivation, and self-esteem would rise. Well, it really got me thinking because it is true that when I have engaged in those kind of conversations, and I shouldn't just say engaged, like participated, because we all do, sometimes it's a nice relief. But reading that research and then thinking back on how I, reflecting kind of on how I feel after those conversations, while it's nice to commiserate, honestly, it doesn't usually make you feel better about your body. It kind of makes you feel worse about your body. And the same is true even when that negative conversation that you're having is just with you. And can you imagine the negative effect it has on our children when we're making comments about ourselves out loud, maybe even just to ourselves, but our children hear that. They hear when you say, oh, I hate my thighs. Why do I have such big thighs? They hear you when you think you're only talking to yourself in the mirror and you say, I can't believe how disgusting I look. I can't believe I've allowed myself to gain weight or I look terrible in this outfit or I just can't go another day looking like this. Even when you think you're talking to yourself, Think about the effect that must have on your children. I mean, this study didn't even look at the effects that negative body talk had on children. It looked at the effects it had on friends who aren't with us all the time, who don't feel like they share your DNA. Imagine the effect. Imagine the negative effect that we have on our children when we obsess about our bodies, whether good or bad. I mean, I don't think it's any healthier to obsess about training and weight loss and diet and nutrition and other people's bodies, even if it is positive, when you're putting the emphasis on what people look like, you're telling your children that that's what they need to be in order for you to accept them, in order for them to accept themselves, in order for them to have love for themselves. And for those of you who don't have children and you think, well, this doesn't relate, I know that it does because you right now can think back on the things your parents said, maybe not to you, but maybe just to themselves and the impact it's had on the way you view your own body. So how do you change the way you view your body? I mean, how do you think differently about it if you don't believe it at first? You know, other than, I'm sure you've heard people say, like, you know, tell yourself these positive things over and over, and maybe you've thought to yourself, well, that's just silly. Well, it's not silly. It actually works. It's a technique called cognitive behavioral therapy. And it's a method that a lot of psychologists and therapists use to help people learn how to stop negative thoughts or how to replace them with positive ones. I think the reason why most of us reject that idea, it seems silly and it seems false. It seems like we're telling ourselves lies because 
those things that we're telling ourselves, we don't believe them at first, right? Well, Dr. Robin Silverman, who's a body image expert and author, actually says that the idea of kind of faking your confidence can actually and often does actually turn into positive thoughts about yourself and that you can actually speed up the process by becoming your own body image advocate. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. Here's a few suggestions. Number one, continue to hang out with your girlfriends, but stop the conversation or at least turn and redirect the conversation when it turns to negative talk about our bodies. And it's easy to turn the conversation without being like the weirdo who's like, okay, you guys, I don't want to talk about this. It's easy. Just start talking about creating a plan. Talk about what exercise program you think works the best or you'd like to try. Talk about action that you've taken. Talk about what you plan to do next. Number two, speaking negatively to yourself is pretty normal. Even the most confident of individuals do that. I do that. I catch myself. And that's what I'm going to suggest that you do. But try to catch yourself before you even say it out loud. Acknowledge that it's negative, acknowledge that it may not be based in truth, and find something positive to say about yourself, even if it feels like you're lowering the bar. In other words, you might say to yourself, it is disgusting that I can see cellulite on the back of my thighs. Well, catch yourself saying that and say to yourself, you know what? I am so grateful that I have the health to be able to stand up and go for a walk today that my body is actually cooperating and I have a choice. I can go and exercise right now. And I love that. I love that my body is serving me. Number three, use post-it notes. This might sound corny and maybe you want to put them in discrete places like your mirror, but wherever it is you tend to have negative thoughts about yourself, place post-it notes up that remind you what you are grateful for and what you do love about your body. Number four, limit activities, actions, behaviors, and social media that makes you feel inferior. For example, if there's certain people who you follow in social media and when you see them post, it makes you feel bad about the way that you look or the progress that you've made or not made. Certain magazines, TV shows, none of this stuff is reality. It's just what you're seeing. It's just what's in front of you. It makes you feel inferior if it makes you or triggers you to have negative thoughts about your body. Well, then don't expose yourself to it, which leads me to my next point. If getting on the scale makes you feel bad about yourself, then why are you getting on the scale? Yes, I do believe you need to measure and track your progress, but we both know the scale is not the only way to do that. And sometimes it can create a negative effect. When we get on the scale, we've gone up a pound, which certainly, I mean, you can fluctuate two to three pounds just due to the rotation of the earth, where you are in your cycle, your hormone level, what you ate the day before. Literally, just by consuming more fruit and carbohydrates in one meal prior to getting on the scale, that doesn't necessarily mean that you will gain quote unquote body weight, but you definitely will see a gain in water, but water's not bad for you. If you're up a pound due to water, that's no big deal. That's why the scale is not always the best way. In fact, it's rarely the best way to measure your health. Now, setting aside all the other ways you can measure your health, I'm just suggesting to you for this step that if getting on the scale upsets you, if looking at the scale in your bathroom on the floor upsets you, then freaking get rid of it because it's not that accurate anyways. Yes, I want you to measure, but use your clothes, a tape measurer. 
How do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel strong? Do you feel good? Do you look in the mirror and do you see progress? Okay, great. Who says you have to get on a scale? I don't know if you follow me on Snapchat, but if you'd like to, my Snapchat handle is Shalene Official. C-H-A-L-E-N-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. Official. Shalene Official. Anyways, I recently asked my Snapchat family and we chat back and forth, which is kind of fun because I don't have that many followers on Snapchat. I can handle the personal back and forth one-on-one conversations. They're quick. They're easy. Anyways, recently I said, if I gave you the choice of being your perfect weight forever, you didn't even have to think about it. Or having your perfect body, but you could never get on a scale again, which would you choose? And overwhelmingly, I would say 99.9% of my followers on Snapchat anyways said, without question, I would get rid of the scale in exchange for having a body that I believed was my ideal body. And I love that people said that. I don't necessarily believe you (laughs) because I am you. Because I do think there's a side of us that has just been so conditioned to believe that even if what we see in the mirror is our ideal If the scale says something differently, well, then we've missed the mark. You know, I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that is a very hard habit to break. And it is important to measure. Like what we can't measure, it's difficult to improve. I'm just suggesting that there are other ways to measure our progress. So maybe you get rid of the scale. But if you're going to get rid of the scale, don't forget you still need a way to measure your progress. And my last tip is to set up small wins. What do I mean by that? Every time we put a check mark in a box, we feel good about ourselves. When we feel good about ourselves, we think positively about ourselves and our self-esteem. And it's just this very cool snowball effect that creates more momentum, more happiness, more good feelings, more goodwill toward ourselves. And that creates more progress. See how that works? So rather than setting yourself up for failure by saying, I need to lose five pounds this week or creating unrealistic expectations for your body and or your health, instead create small wins. This was really critical in the way that I designed my Smart Life Push Journal. So if you haven't checked that out, and by the way, I don't mean to plug it. I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just trying to share a story with you, but I know someone's going to say, okay, what are you talking about? For those of you who don't follow me in social media, you may not be aware that this year we released a physical product. It's called the Smart Life Push Journal. And I designed this journal to be a 30-day journal, not a monthly journal because you can start it tomorrow or you could start it on the 15th. It doesn't matter. It's 30 days. But one of the pieces that was really important for me was to create a really simple way to just give you positive check marks. So you, you can mark off how much water you had. You can quickly assess if you had a good eating day. You can quickly make an assessment whether you exercised and felt good that day or how much sleep you had. Simple ways that you can track and have small wins. We know that nothing boosts confidence as much as action. So set yourself up for success by creating these small wins. Things that you know you will do and things that are positive like consuming enough water and just checking that off your list. Going for a 10-minute walk, doing some meditation, getting at least three servings of protein or four servings of green vegetables, small things, little things, not things that are a big stretch for you right now, but things that, you know, if you just keep yourself accountable, you'll have a win. You'll be able to say, I did it. I took action. I decided I was going to do this and, and I did it. Start small so that those wins can get 
bigger as you go, but you feel so much better about yourself when you set yourself up for success. And for those of you who might ask, you can check out my journals by going to smartlifepushjournal.com. It's kind of a daily habit forming journal that you keep every day for 30 days, but it's not a monthly journal. Anyways, I don't want to get into it today. If you're interested, you could go check it out there. What I really wanted you to think about today in this message is how important our mindset is to our happiness, you know, and how our body, the way our confidence, the way we feel about ourselves, we have some control there. We can strengthen our confidence. We can strengthen the way we feel about ourselves. And when we strengthen the way we feel about ourselves, we're happier. And ultimately, isn't that the goal? Aren't we trying to just be happier, more peaceful individuals so that we're better for the people who are in our lives and we can enjoy the life that we're living? I hope that you agree. And I hope that you will take all of the messages in this podcast and share them with a friend, especially if you have a friend who happens to be in the habit. When the two of you get together, like you are just as guilty as she is of having that negative speak about body or just obsessing about bodies or talking about image, blah, send this to him or her and say, I found this interesting. I hope you will give it a listen to and we can keep each other accountable. It's pretty easy to share a podcast. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but you look at the podcast on whatever app that you're listening to it on, and there's the universal kind of envelope with an arrow on top of it symbol for sharing the podcast. And when we share knowledge, we share accountability, we make each other better, and we start to develop friendships and relationships that make us healthy. I think those are the best friendships I have, the friendships where it's not a competition. It's how can we help each other to be our best and to celebrate each other. And I just want to thank you, all of you, for reaching out to me in social media. And my apologies that I haven't been producing podcasts at the rate at which you would like, but it's kind of a cool thing that you're demanding for more. I love that. And in the meantime, I'll see you on Snapchat. All right, guys, don't forget, at the end of the day, the one thing you have to remember is that you are the bomb. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. 
It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear. And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us by learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success. You can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.